What's up, guy? Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for tuning back in. Uh, as you can see, I am flying solo this episode again. I'm thinking in future episodes, I kind of shape them like do an interview, then solo, interview, solo. But maybe not. I don't know. You know, I've said that each episode is going to last 15 to 20 minutes on the first one, and my last one was 43 minutes. So, <sighs> fake it till you make it, baby. All right. So, before I get started on the actual topic of the day, of the week, I'm sorry, uh, I want to go ahead and make a sincere and formal apology to Emily and her areolas. I hope all three of you can forgive myself and my friend Jordan, uh, but that's showbiz, baby. So moving on to the actual topic of the day, I wanted, <clears throat> I wanted to touch loosely around what's happening in regards to the education system in this country, right? Um, which is just one of the many systems in this country that is currently in shambles, along with the democratic system, the healthcare system, the stock market, the media, and every other system that resides in this deteriorating place we once used to call a country. So jumping right into it, the CDC and their team of groundbreaking scientists have all decided that we can start opening schools now. Even though schools in Florida have been open since last summer or some shit, but yeah, the rest of the country are still at home, I believe, or doing a hybrid or some shit like that. I'm not exactly sure, but Florida's the only state that really has like all schools open type of thing. Um, however, it's not just so plain and simple. There are requirements to this. Some of the requirements to let the kids back in school are, well, let me just say that, read the quote. The CDC's reopening strategy centers around layered mitigation, specifically the universal and correct use of masks, physical distancing, hand washing, respiratory etiquette, cleaning and maintaining a healthy facility, and efficient contact tracing and quarantine measures. Man, that's a fucking mouthful. Now, <laughs> my issue is, first of all, with the masks, how do you even go ahead and try to keep the mask on group of kids in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, a group of 30 kids. How do how, how sway? How? Cause I know number one, I barely use my fucking masks and I'm not a fucking child. And on top of that, have you imagined how dirty those kids masks must be? Like me personally, man, listen, this is going to sound gross, but my mask is usually, I find it like at the bottom of my car seat or some shit. And it has like Taco Bell crumbs in it and like disgusting shit. I don't even know what's in there. Pieces of dirt. So if that's my mask, imagine a fucking seven-year-old's mask, an eight-year-old's mask. That's just fucking filled with dried up candy and boogers and all this nasty ass shit. That it's probably doing more harm than fucking good, at least in my fucking opinion, but whatever. And have you thought about kids in high school and middle school? Those hormones, those kids are horny as fuck 24-7. How are you going to keep them away from each other? My high school, my graduating class was, I think, like 
1,200 kids or some crazy, just like that. My entire high school had a population of 4,500 or some, some crazy number. How are you going to keep track of 4,500 kids not wanting to hold hands to make out to fuck? Shit, my boy Andy was smashing some chick behind the portables of Palm Springs Middle School when he was 14, 7th grade. Hey, Andy. So, how are you going to account for all these kids staying away from one another? Well, the CDC proposes to waste more millions of dollars on acquiring these resources for the school. The Santas had something to say about this, but we'll get to that later. And then touching on the subject of cleanliness throughout the school. Man, I don't know about you guys, but I went to fucking school in Hialeah, man. And that shit... Mm. <laughs> Listen, they tried, but that shit was gross, man. I remember one time I walked up to the fucking lunch line and the lunch lady was like limpiando piso con un mapo and like she's squeezing the fucking mop and then she just stops right there, grabs a slice of pizza and throws it on the fucking tray like... I mean, maybe that's why I didn't catch COVID. I should probably thank her and call her. Hope she's doing well. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a lot, dude. On top of that, <clears throat> I really don't understand how the fuck we were peaking in January. Most cases ever. And then now, a month later, schools are good to go. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we can open. Oh, last month we were peaking. It's just a lot of back and forth and a lot of inconsistent information. And this, I, I don't, I'm not going to... Again, talk about conspiracies, but this is how conspiracies get formed, right? Um, so essentially, the CDC mandates these mitigations, right? But it also goes by, there's like a color-coded chart that I might decide to edit into this video and I might not, depending on how I'm feeling when I'm editing this. Um, and it goes by, I'm looking at it now, blue, yellow, orange, and red. And that kind of goes, it's just new guidelines on the transmission level in your community, right? So, and DeSantis says that if these guidelines were just published last fr Friday, so he's arguing that if they go by this, then most schools will have to shut down in Florida. But then he claims that per capita, they're really, Florida's one of the lowest states with cases and again i will show this vi the video in the during this episode later on um let me go back to my little outline because i need it because my brain is fried from all the drugs i've done um just kidding mom i'm, 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 I'm kidding <laughs> um so furthermore, the CDC also suggests additional recommendations, including vaccinating teachers who the CDC has classified as a high priority and testing students and teachers to limit transmissions and outbreaks. Those measures provide additional protection, but are not prerequisites to returning to the classroom. Good luck telling Miss Palacios de la Gonzalez in fucking West Kendall that probably has on MAGA panties and MAGA coasters all over her house, that she has to get a shot, man. I really would like to see how that conversation is going to go down. And I understand that there is a pressure. I'm, I don't know if you've understood by now which side I'm on, but I'm on neither. I'm just kind of reporting what I know and giving my thoughts. So I've, as I've been looking into this, I see that there is an actual pressure to open these schools up because 
there's reports of kids committing suicide across the fucking nation, like, because they've been quarantined, and I, when I heard this, I'm like, man, these kids are a bunch of fucking pussies, like, when I was a kid, I fucking hated my parents too, but I didn't fucking go killing myself, you know what I mean? Um, but then I was having a conversation with some girl that I know, and she was telling me, well, you have to think of it this way, um, I actually skipped the quote. Let me go back to the quote. So according to the New York Times, since schools shut their doors in March, an early warning system that monitors students' mental health episodes have sent more than 3,100 alerts to district officials, raising alarms about suicidal thoughts, possible self-harm, or cries for care. By December 18th, students had taken their... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. By December... 18 students had taken their own lives. So that's when I was having that conversation with that lady and she was saying, well, you got to think of it this way. Number one, you were never holed up in your house for so long. You get what I'm saying? And you were, I, you, and she said, you probably lived in a healthy environment, which I pretty much did. Um, I was going to say a sick dad joke, but this is not the time or place. Um, but a lot of these kids, they're, they come from poor families, man. Like, they're fucking dirt poor. A lot of them live within, like, a two-bedroom apartment with, like, six fucking people. You know what I mean? That can drive you fucking batshit crazy. On top of that, some of them have abusive families, families that do drugs, alcohol problems, uh, shitty stepdads or stepparents in general. So this is enough to push any kid over the brink, especially a kid in their teens, man. Like, we all, we all went through our teens. That, shit, that was a bumpy road. You know what I mean? So... It's insane because these are all kids need that contact, man. Kids, kids need that community that to learn social skills, to be around one another, that human contact is necessary. So, I mean, I'm not surprised this shit's going on. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it sucks, dude. Um, and on top of that, you also got to consider teachers. Like <laughs> some of these teachers are home with their fucking families teaching us a class of 30 kids. For example, my cousin's wife, she's an elementary school teacher. Hi, Denise. Um, and I'm not going to say anything bad about you. I'm not going to get fired. <laughs> and she was so fucking frustrated because she had her own little three angels behind her that are below the ages of eight, I think. I think Nate's eight, right? I'm not a great uncle. Um <laughs> And she was going insane because she had to control three kids from not like, you know, spitting on each other and fucking being crazy and paying attention to the laptop to the same time teaching a class of 30 over the school. So, I mean, over the computer. So when schools opened up, she like, she shoved those kids back in there real quick. And, you know, you can't blame them. These, you got to take the teachers into consideration as well. So according to DeSantis, our governor, for you, those of you that live under a rock, um... Florida has been open since August for schools and everyone is quote-unquote fine. Um, well, he didn't say that. I said that. Let me not, you know. Uh, he, he blames this is all the Democrats trying to appease to private interests in general. I'll play the video for you now. Florida schools are open for in-person instruction. Every single parent in this state uh, has a right to send their kid to in-person instruction. We have done it the right way. We are not going to turn back. Uh, what the CDC put out 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, I wonder why they would do it then, uh, was quite frankly a disgrace. It would require, if you actually followed that, closing 90% of schools in the United States. Uh, we have been open, they will remain open, uh, and we are not turning back. We've been open the whole time since August. 
We had kids doing camps and athletics and all that over the summer. And we've been in person as much as anybody in the country. And yet, we're 34th out of 50 states in D.C. for COVID-19 cases on a per capita basis for children. 33 states have more cases per capita than, than Florida uh, for children per capita. And many of those don't have a lot of in-person instruction in school. And so there is no evidence to suggest that school kids should do anything else other than be in school. This has been clear for months and months and months. We followed the data when we worked to get the kids, get the parents the option to send the kids back, because we had looked at what happened in Europe, places like Sweden and all these other places. And it does not require another $100 billion. The school reopening plan that makes the most sense, if you want to open schools, open them. Open the door. Let them come in and let them learn. And the only reason that that is not happening across this country, like it is in Florida, like it is in a handful of other states, it's one reason and one reason only. Because the Democratic Party puts the interests of education unions and special interests ahead of the well-being of our children and of our families. These kids have been out of school in parts of this country for almost a year. And if you follow that CDC guidance, they will not go back in this, this school year, and they may not even go back in the fall. That is a disgrace. That is not science. That is putting politics ahead of what's right for kids. That is putting politics and special interests ahead of what the evidence and observed experience says. So we're better off as a result of giving parents and kids that opportunity. I can tell you I cannot go out without a parent coming up to me saying how much better it is that their child's able to go to school. And so we're not looking back. We're going to continue going forward. So he claims that per capita, which means like per person, basically, um, one of the lowest states, we are one of the lowest states with one of the lowest cases since August. And the schools have been opening and most of these kids are fine. So he's not going to listen to the CDC. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants and he's going to keep them open. And honestly, what the fuck is going on anymore? Because if the CDC is claiming one thing and we're being shown differently by DeSantis, again, what do we believe? In my humble opinion, I say open up the schools, man. I think, I, you know, it's, it's, it's time. You know what I mean? The harm from having kids not in school, not just education-wise, but like with that contact, keeping them at home, that shit, for me, doesn't fly. You know what I mean? And all this gently transitions over to my what is that guy segment, which I am going to talk a little bit about just the school system again in general, not just COVID-wise. So I essentially want to talk about how the system failed us. I saw this meme that my boy, uh, Andy, the guy that fucked the girl behind the portable in seventh grade, he posted recently and he, the meme said, it was like, oh, me, show me how to manage my finance, public schools. Shut up, shut the fuck up and play the recorder. And I think we all fucking went to elementary school and we all fucking played the little fucking, that plastic f bullshit flu. A lot of good it did us, right? Um, and I just want to fucking know, how the hell did I receive a fucking diploma after 12 fucking years? You know what 12 years is, man? That's a decade and two years on top of that. And I was legally deemed 
legally de- <laughs> legally deemed an adult man and an adult that could function in society know how to manage his money know about taxes all this shit like no motherfucker i had no fucking idea you know what i'm saying like hey kid here's a credit card you're 18 hey kid you can join the army you're 18 hey kid here's cigarettes here's a stock market here are taxes and figure the fuck out like i learned more about taxes and businesses through tiktok this year than i ever did in the past in my fucking high school what is that guy that makes zero fucking sense like Hey IRS, sorry I committed tax fraud. Uh, I don't know shit about taxes, but I can play Ode to Joy and Hot Cross Buns for you on the recorder if you like. What is that guy? Our school system is based on some archaic fucking format from England when the fucking Tea Party thing was going on that no longer serves us. Which it needs a revamp. We teach kids about mental health, teach kids about financial literacy, give them more years of civics. We took civics one year in seventh grade, like Oye Dairon said in a video. And what is that? Like, no one's paying attention to fucking civics. I had Dr. Hubbard, rest his soul, I think he's dead. But motherfucker was like in his late 60s, he weighed 300 pounds, he didn't give a fuck about the kids. You let, and the kids did not give a fuck about civics. So how the fuck are we supposed to learn? It, it makes no sense, you know? Teach these kids things that matter. Lead them towards success. Incredible, man. Anyway, I'm tired of talking to myself. And I did want to keep this episode shorter because the last one was like 45 minutes. And most of you don't have the attention span to even listen through an entire episode. So I'm going to let you guys go here. I want to remind you all to please like this video, subscribe, and hit that little notification bell wherever the fuck it's at. I don't know where it is, but you'll find it. I trust. I believe in you. Um, And on top of that, man, that's it. Share this with your friends. Thank you for tuning in. You know, help a motherfucker out, man. Try not to go back to the cubicle life. Um, And that's it. That's it for today. Have yourselves a good day. And like always, no se meta con nadie para que nadie se las metan. See you next Thursday. Bye-bye.